0: Welcome to this episode of pen to paper press podcast. I'm Cindy Coaches. There is a backstory weaved into each book to explore the creative process. I'm sitting down with authors, writers, editors, publishers, and an array of creative souls to have a conversation centered on how they develop their stories to completing their works of art. Each episode is an opportunity for us to explore mindsets, pearls of wisdom, and the experiences that began our journey as an author from the moment we put pen to paper. Hey there, I just wanted to pop in real quick and give you a heads up, a fair warning. The recording on this episode is poor quality. I experienced technological issues and when I opened up the podcast to edit, I saw my worst nightmare. The audio is recorded on Zoom, and when Zoom records, it is a single track, meaning both voices are on the same track. So it's not like I can separate her and my voice raise the volume on mine. For whatever reason, it literally sounds like I am speaking to you from the bathroom down the hall and to the left. Uh, i had to raise the volume and of course when i raise the volume on my voice the background noise the static all of that comes with it i have done my best to go through this podcast raise my voice level so that you can hear me so i'm audible bonus part though my really loud giggle is at a minimum, and I did not go through and raise that volume up, so your eardrums will be safe from my cackle. Anyways, that's beside the point. So please be compassionate and understanding as you listen to this podcast. There is absolutely no way Tanya Miller and I could replicate this powerful, powerful conversation. The other thing I need to note is she was actually in a medical office at the time of recording. So she doesn't have the best of acoustics in addition to my auto, my audio issues. So again, even though this is a poor recording, please do listen to it. Tanya unpacked so much important information. It doesn't matter if you're a writer, an entrepreneur, or somebody who just needs a bit of information and motivation. Mainly that motivation to do something. She is a brilliant woman and she deserves the floor. So please do listen to the full episode. Again, I did my best at editing. I'm not a professional. I will never admit that I'm a professional because I'm not. So, all right, I'll get out of the way. Listen to this podcast. Please enjoy it. And thank you. Tanya Miller is a speaker, certified coach, and strategist with a passion for helping people and organizations with how to live life unapologetically and with purpose tanya published her first novel and accompanying journal from her mind matters project and has since published two more projects things my mama said and the Prose series Tanya is preparing to release the motivated effort project later this year. Tanya. it is so good to sit here and spend some time with you and you know talk about the joys of writing.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you i I wasn't expecting, like, my whole life story, but (laughs) I'm grateful that you um, shared all that amazingness of my journey, you know, of pen to paper and writing, and so I'm glad that we get to talk about, you know, one of my first loves, Um, and it's actually one of my first loves that I forgot about. That's kind of, you know, how it happened, you know, when you're in school and you're writing papers all the time, you forget the fun part of writing because you're writing papers all the time. (laughs) And so um, I, after college, or at least in midway, I I, I got that love again. And I started um, remembering why I liked it. And I started to do the fun part of writing all over again.
0: Nice. So how many books in total have you published?
1: So with each project, I do two books. I do the book, and then I normally do an accompaniment um, book. So it may be a journal, it may be a guide, it may be a workbook, and so I publish that as well when I um, when I release the book. And so for each of the three projects I have out right now, it's a total of six books, and we're working to release Motivated Effort. Late spring, and that'll be two more, so I'll be up to seven and
0: eight. Wow, <laughs> congratulations! That's wonderful, thank you. And you know, I <laughs> when I first saw the title, you know, Things My Mama Said, I had to giggle because it's like that you gotta
1: remember, <laughs> you're like, oh lord. <laughs>
0: You know, and then, uh, the pro series, um, your books seem to bring that inner strength forward because, you know, you're, thank you. You're welcome. Wow. That tells me pearls of wisdoms, things that the wisdom passed on. Um, and then, you know, the, The motivation effort. So tell me about the motivated uh the motivated effort book.
1: Wow. I don't know if it's the treatment or what, but she almost made me cry just now. I'm like, I'm trying to hold it together. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I gotta keep going today. She we just got started. She's trying to make me cry early. (laughs) Oh wow. Okay. Um yeah. Okay, let's get going. Um Thank you though for that. I think you know when it comes to a title, and I know you didn't ask me this part, but I'm gonna say this part first. When it comes to a title, that that in addition to the cover of your book are the first things that people see yeah. and read. And I want a title that not only ta- that tells you what you're going to read about, but also helps you to feel what you're going to read about. And so when you read my titles, I want you to feel something. And so, like you said, when you um, read the title, Things Mama Said, you were like, I started remembering everything. I started feeling it and it made you laugh. And I was like, yes, that's what I want. That's what I want. Because I want you to feel that. And so motivated effort you know everybody's like are you sure those two words go together yeah because if you look at them independently motivated like motivated means it's a verb and it's something you got to do and then effort that's something that comes from you and so if it's something that you have to do and it comes from you that ought to give you a whole idea of what I'm going to dig into is is, is that literally you're going to have to dig deep into yourself, not looking to a motivational book, not looking to friends and family, but looking to what really is going to keep you going forward and not faster, but going forward on purpose. And so motivated effort is what that's all about. You, you have to know that it's an inside job and that it starts with you. That's the me. When I call it the me project, that's where I call it the me project because the in me is you. It starts with you and it comes from you. And that's like the effort part. Like effort is nobody else's. Like you can't get anything done based upon anybody else's effort. Nothing that's gonna be sustainable and last. You know what I mean, right. but effort that is your own, your your grit, your your um. What do they say, skin in the game, if you will? That is the difference maker. That is the key. That is what um makes and changes things. So you know, yeah, that's where it comes from. That's what it's about.
0: <laughs> you know the. To me, that tells me that you've done a lot of your own self-development and oh, yeah. healing process. Yeah. And you're you're one of those individuals. I mean, this is a sense that I'm picking up. Is that you're one of those individuals who doesn't just want to, but you have like this internal need to reach back to that person two steps behind and say, Hey, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. let me let me guide you. And, you know, you don't have to do the hard way. I went through the hard yeah. way. You don't All have right. to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, one thing I remember growing up, my mama, <laughs> I'm going to just, I have to say it like she said it. You know, she said, if Johnny jump off a bridge, do you think you need to go jump off the bridge just to see that jumping off the bridge would hurt? Like she used to say, she said those things because she wanted us to realize that, you know, you don't have to try it out and test it for yourself. You don't have to go through the same trials, the same things we went through. You know, I'll be honest, you don't need to do drugs just because somebody else did drugs just to know that doing drugs isn't all that is cracked up to be or it it isn't worth you know, losing things in life is not worth getting addicted to even more drugs. Like those are the things they taught us early. And so that type of, um, like you said, reaching back and looking forward is what, you know, I was raised as, And so I look at that in everything that I do because I want to be that person that, you know, at the end of my own life. That I can say I did everything that was in me, and I fulfilled my complete purpose. And knowing that that was a part of my purpose, I did it. And so that's why it's very important for me to not just um, look forward, but to reach back as well.
0: Couldn't have said that any <laughs> <laughs> So then with your with your writing process, are you are you well I was gonna ask, are you pulling this from obviously you are. But are you What is your writing process? Maybe I should just open the door that way. You
1: said, what is my writing process?
0: Oh Yes, what is your writing
1: process?
0: (laughs) I love the laugh. (laughs) The look on your face is wonderful. (laughs) Well,
1: Okay, so I think I shared it with you, but I'll share it a little bit with the audience um, as well. So um, when we first started, I was getting treatment. I have chronic Lyme disease. And so I began getting sick, drastically changing my life, my family's life, my work life, my writing and business, everything Um, in 2020. Okay. Yeah, right when the pandemic happened. Yeah. Everybody else was worried about COVID. I was worried about living <laughs> from, from something far worse, you know. But um, seriously, though, um, with that, though, it changed how I have to write and process now. And so my original, and used to be process was that I would kind of write in a journaling process, meaning I would keep like an open document or maybe a couple. <laughs> I'm just being honest on my word, on my um Google Docs. And depending upon if I knew from the topic I wanted to write it as a book, I would put in the title, I would say at least what the working title was, and I would say "Book idea," and then I would start journaling literally, my mind works like blah, like diarrhea, like blah, blah blah, I know that's crazy, but it's it's like always like that all the time. It's always running and thinking. My, my dad used to say, Do you ever stop thinking? Like, do your L brain ever stop going off? And we're pretty convinced it doesn't. You know, no box has ever been able to contain it. I'm just being honest. And so, as a result of that, I would always, like, I would be, I don't know, like right now in the doctor's office, and I would just blah, blah diarrhea and I would blah 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 di- diarrhea it out blah 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 and type it out. That's how I tell I I describe my writing process and I describe anybody that's a new writer that is afraid and always self-editing. Like I'm I'm gonna get that book out. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it I'm gonna write it but you're you're like all these things have to be in place and all that stuff. No, or you're a self-editor that's when I go into 10 mode of writing and I say I need you to have diary of the mouth and type it out literally go blah 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it works and, and it doesn't mean that it's done in that moment but whatever is in here that you needed to say about the book at that time you have it out it may not be pretty it may not be Punctuated correctly, it may have a bunch of grammatical errors. But guess what? It's on paper, and exactly. and it's something for you to use. It's words, it's ideas, it's something out there. Um, another way, like I said, journal format. Um, so I said one way I just kind of write the topics, right? Of um, not the topics, but like the something I know in my heart that I want as a book idea. Other times I may just have a working document and I'm just literally floating ideas because I not only write my books, but I do courses and I do posts for talking tenure on social media. So sometimes they don't make it the cut to a book or they may make the cut to a post, a course and a book and a mastermind and a speaking engagement. Y'all see how I did that? That's 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 a nugget. <laughs> and I'm gonna explain that. Meaning you can take one topic, one book, and you can use that book and you can break it up by way of using some of the core topics for a speaking engagement, for a podcast interview. You can also use it to create a course and do an online course and charge for it. Let's say $47 for a one-time course that you're going to offer. You sign up on social media, da-da-da-da-da, and you got 20 people for your class on the same thing that you wrote a book about that you charged $10 for. Now you're charging $47 for it Did you catch it. And then you did the speaking engagement, and they paid you a thousand dollars for it. Do you see how all of that material just spread? We didn't go into a mastermind on the topic, but that I know we like to. That was probably question number five, but it came up, so I had to throw that nugget out there. But my writing style is journal, audio a lot lately because um, because um, neurologically. my brain is missing. I'll just be honored.
0: Are you there, Tanya?
1: Yeah, I'm here.
0: Okay. I don't know what happened, but you went away for a second.
1: <laughs> I know, I saw that. Where do you want me to start?
0: You're fine. Um it actually where it froze was at the end of a at the end of a sentence. So you don't have to repeat okay. anything.
1: Okay. So um what I was sharing with you guys is that um with the Lyme disease and everything, it's, you know, I have neuro and it's drastically messed up my mind. And so where I used to do typing journaling, mm-hmm. um, I also have, um, a couple of forms of arthritis. So I can't type and write and hold not as much. And so audio is my friend. I love it. <laughs> and so I will do audio messages to myself. I used to do them before But like now they're my bed and bread and butter. And so I'll do audio messages and then I'll get them transcribed and then I'll just plug and play that into either where I was journaling or where I was working on a draft of a book. And so you say draft of a book. Yeah, I usually have at least three projects in mind after the project that I'm releasing. One may be in full draft written. The other one may be in pieces, journal format. And then the other one may just be written as a book idea. And so if you're a writer and you want to be an author, you have to be doing this business with the heart and mind that it won't just be one book. You know, it'll be more than one book. And you have a lot to say, about different things, whether you'll be a novelist, whether you'll be a nonfiction author, whether you'll be a history writer, whatever the type of writer you are, know that you have that ability to be a published author and and write on the things and publish on the things that are um, near and dear to your heart. I'm gonna throw it back because I think I've been talking and answered about five questions you may have had on your list. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Talk, please. You're
0: This is fantastic information. <laughs> writing a book isn't just writing a book. You can do so much more with it. You can expand on it. You can teach a class with, you know, with your... Company. The same material. Yeah, with the same material. You can have, you know, different workshops. You can turn it into a full-blown 16-week course if you want.
1: A mastermind and in charge of the big bucks. <laughs> yes.
0: those, those really, really big bucks.
1: Yeah, I mean, because you're a subject matter expert. You're SME, and you're SME on what you know about and what you what you've written about. And now, using that, you don't just want to walk away and just say, "I published a book," because unfortunately, that's what a lot of authors do. They that go desire to go from a writer to an author. They, they, I published a book. Now what? And it's like, you don't know what else you can do. Like, you got gold in your hands. Like, you have to see that there's so much more. You can use that same topic and get on the speaking, you know, circuit, if you want to call it, and speak at colleges if that fits, or speak at um, community groups. You could get, you know, if it's spiritual, churches, um, nonprofits, women groups, like you have the opportunity and it's just before you. You can do so much beyond just writing one book. And if that's all you want to do is write one book. That's great. But I just feel like there's more in you. And so if all you want to do is be an author. Then I challenge you to look at that first book and see if you can do it just like chicken soup. And if you guys know the model of chicken soup, it was one book. And they literally made chicken soup of everything. Chicken soup with teens, kids, families, parents, teachers. I mean, chicken soup, chicken soup, chicken soup. Yes, they did. And and all they were was for an author. And so I, I challenge you to think of your book and see if there's a way to to re, rework it, not revise it, but rework it and um put, 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 put it out as a leader's manual, maybe. Or like I said, for parents only, something like that and, and go that route or the route I do. With a, a journal or a guide, or you could even do it to where, especially if you're a novelist. Oh, my God. She, well, all I remember was Miss Steele back in the day. And she just, it it, it looked like she made 50 billion thousand books when I was growing up. And Nancy Drew and all of them, like I'm like, how much can you talk about the same topic a lot? change the title, change the actor, I mean, the players, change the plot a little bit, but it's still the same plot and keep writing. And so, you know, that, like I said, my, my always number one advice to any writer that wants to go from a writer to a published author and they're afraid and don't know what to do is blah, 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 blah. get it out by <laughs> any way.
0: <laughs> blah, blah 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 yeah having um the brain dump uh the mind somebody called it the mind mind mapping
1: mind yeah I, yeah that word <laughs>
0: there's a whole bunch of different ways that people talk about that messy first draft or the shitty first draft and yeah
1: he,
0: the first draft is not meant to be perfect
1: and- I think you need to say that again, Cynthia. I had to get closer because they think it is. And they are, uh, frank, they're upset when it comes back with edits and, and, and revisions. It's going to be a bloody first draft. I'm sorry. I had to break your heart, but it is. I don't care if you got a A in English all the way through college. It, it's, it's It just is. It's going to be messy. Messy, messy, messy. It is. And that's good.
0: Yes. Well, and it's meant to be because a work, you know, your your first draft is the work in progress. Now you get to polish it. Now you get to whittle away the stuff that is not necessary and and get rid of that extra the weight of it that holds it down or you know, the the loose ends that take you, you know, down a path that you, Yeah, where you know you get to you get to cut those off and and so forth and yeah, it's meant to be you know revised and and worked on for a little bit of time. I have yet to meet anybody who has you know one of I'm trying to think of his name. It eludes me at the moment. He was like one of my oh early guests like. Um, I hadn't even had five podcasts done. Anyways, he was a best-selling author of over 30 books. And Mm -hmm. I asked him, you know, know, are you still, after 30 books, are you still having to go back through and and edit your first draft? And he's like, oh, yeah, (laughs) that first draft is meant to be yuck. (laughs) It's not supposed to be pretty.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, getting over that hump is a lot of times, you know, the first or at least the second step that will get any writer put, you know, after that brain dump and then getting, you know, to that understanding that it's going to not be a pretty first draft. Those are like my number one and two, I tell anybody and you know along with the nuggets I gave (laughs) um and then you know the third thing I tell anybody is um have fun like have fun with what you're writing about I don't care if it's a serious topic have fun with it like you should be able to be excited when it comes time to writing and not feel like it's a chore. Oh my God, I gotta go write 200 more words. Like, I'm not a person that way. When it's time to end it, it's just time to end it. I know some people are, um, they have to have a certain amount of words, and I get that. There are some publishers like that, or just some book type that, like, type of books that require that. But the thing is, even if that's still the case, have fun with it because you You may project that into your book if you're not you know if you're dreading writing, it may show up in your writing that you're dreading it you know that's
0: brilliant. I would agree with you wholeheartedly because the energy that we cast out you're right it appears it shows up if you're if you're having a, 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 you know when I go back to look on stuff that I've written throughout a book I can tell you I was having a bad day or I was having a really oh I'm like on this book I am connected I am rolling with it because of the language how how it reads and all of that and and when we go to sit down we're not always Connected to the storyline or yeah. the topic, and we're not always going to be in in the best of moods. But yeah, mm-hmm. we sit down, we do the work, and yeah, you're right. It does show up. It's been yeah. our language, our spelling. Oh God, our spelling yeah. <laughs> or grammar errors, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or the really, you know. Um, the punctuation, you know, dot 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 <laughs> it should never ever appear in a book. Except, yeah. for, you know, if it's well, I I'm not going to go into that. That's editing mode. But anyways. <laughs> so then with publishing your books, did you go with the self-publishing route or did you go with like a hybrid company to help you with that process?
1: No, believe it or not, um, I mean, I guess you could say it was a hybrid because the company offered those services back then, um, CreateSpace, which is now just called KDP now, um, under the umbrella of Amazon. Um, I use their editing and line revision services and those different things. I always went independently, though, when it came time to my book cover designs, because it has to speak to me. I'm just, <laughs> just like my title, my cover has to speak to me. That's why my fourth book project, I haven't published it and it's been two years because I haven't gotten the cover design that speaks to what I know all of what people are going to get from this book. Um, but yeah, like, and then plus I was sick too in between the time. But um yeah, no, um but it mainly self-publishing with you know some additional uh, contracting out of some services. So like the editing, I'll go, usually I'll go with uh, um top um pu- they're independent publisher, but they also have a la carte services. And they're a good company that does um, good proofreading, copywriting, editing, all of that. So I do um, some contracting for that. And crazy or not, I did something different for a motivated effort. And I'm kind of really excited for it to come out. I did contracted um, work for the interior. I've never done that. To where like the interior is gonna be a little funky. Like, and I'm like, yeah, like I normally just go with, you know, the simple interior options that, you know, KDP offers. But I decided that I wanted ex- to really have more expression on the inside of the book as well, and for that to play into it. And so I'm really excited to hear um, from my audience about that how they receive it as well because um this particular person I used her interiors are like just bomb like they're just so (laughs) like out there like it's just like a book you want to know what it's about and so um my first one is a little toned down because I'm nervous but if they the audience loves it I'm going to See Where that goes with the next one that we're working on and go from there. So that may be a new um, contracted service that we add to the piece. That but I mainly self published, uh, Well, I only self published to Amazon KDP because it's just the easier format. And I'll be honest, that's where I started. I have looked into Ingram, I've looked into Lulu. I've looked into a couple of more um, outfits that are out there and um, they're all, you know, something good about all of them. Um, of course. And then I think even um, Barnes and Noble ended up having one as well. I don't know if they still have it. So, you know, there's, there's good options. I would tell anybody when it comes to figuring out if they want to um, do 100% self publishing if they want to do independent publishing or a hybrid or if they want to wait to get picked up, you know, the only thing I say about getting picked up by a publishing house that's not as notor notoriety has a, a lot of notoriety or credit yeah. is um to do your homework, especially when it comes to the contract that you're gonna sign. Because I have heard so many more stories from individuals that when they get their check they got like five dollars and 25 cents and their book sold for 20 dollars because they didn't look at the print to see how much they would actually be getting per book sale and royalties so read read research even maybe even get a lawyer read over your contract because I would hate for that to be you. And then they don't have freedom to leave or they don't have freedom to take the book with them, even though they wrote it. So research, research, research. Um If you decide to go with um an independent publisher, basically that's a smaller house, small publisher. They do, they have everything and they offer everything from beginning to end for you. Some even do ghost writing for you. I don't know if your audience knows about that, but they do ghostwriting. And so, and to me, that can be kind of where you just really, really can't all get it out. But you know, it's a story. Um, a lot of times I tell individuals that I meet um, that have um, busy schedules or They've lived a little longer and they're pretty senior um, to consider ghostwriting services for those type of projects, because I would hate for you to um, leave a piece of your purpose in you before you, you know, leave this earth. So ghostwriting services are definitely good for that. Independent, you know, if you want that self-publishing, still um, royalties and all that, but you don't have the time. know or understand who to get all those people to get those things. An Independent Publishing House has all of that in-house or contracted with individuals that they work with to produce your project. Those are good options as well. And then if you're just really ready for it, hey, go self-publish and see where it takes you. I definitely can tell you it's a huge learning curve. But once you get it, you can have a business as well teaching entrepreneurs how to produce their first book, and you don't even have to be a publisher. So <laughs> I'm telling you guys, there are ways to work this thing, okay? There are ways to become just an author just because you want to write. So that was nugget. That was another one.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say you have all of these bits and pieces. And- Nuggets for making making money. I need to hang out with you a little more. <laughs> it's like you're giving me ideas, and it's like, oh yeah. I... Listen,
1: if you are not already doing coaching as an entrepreneur, I'm mad at you, Cynthia. If you're not, and that's all I'm gonna yeah. say. I... Okay, I'm about to say <laughs> you're not. you need you better be, but you now you need to do a boot camp. You
0: know I. I've offered a handful of classes, and I have, um, I do offer a variety of different services.
1: And, yeah, I, you're, but you're. You got to awesome. think about a boot camp. You got to think about a, a writer's retreat conference. You got to think about that.
0: That sounds like so much fun to do uh, a, a writer's retreat. And now that COVID has, all of that stuff has been lifted. I have a friend who is doing a, a women's retreat and I thought, maybe I wonder if she would let me show up and do a writer's retreat or, you
1: know, if she, if she was... Uh, listen, I would consider that. No, because yeah. then you can market to both of you guys' audience. You can market to your audience, the women's retreat. And the writer's retreat, that'll be, you know, one day out of the retreat because she may not have her entire agenda yet. And then you throw that to her. Hey, if you don't have your agenda yet. Maybe think about letting me offer a writer's retreat during that time for anybody that wants to sign up. This would be the price. And y'all maybe can collab because collaboration is key and it saves time, money and resources. You don't have to reach out to as many people because you collaborated with someone that you can work together and build. That's nugget number. I don't know. Collaboration is key. (laughs) Collaborate guys as often as possible because what you have as a writer is something somebody else may need. And the fact may be, you may love transcribing and that's how you do your books, and you're like, well, maybe I can do that as a also service. You never have any idea the things that you think are small that are big to somebody else, and that's what I tell people. Purpose starts with right. purpose is that thing that nobody thinks is big because it's not famous or name brand or celebrity status, but it's everything that everybody needs. They just don't know it yet. Yeah. So think about that guys. Collaborate. Collaborate.
0: Well see, my my moneymaker is I'm a virtual assistant mm-hmm. and I help people with their websites. But I'm I, I do much more than that because I'm a Jackie of many trades and I can figure out the techie stuff real quick for some mm-hmm. reason, It's natural to me. And so it is really interesting the different things that I have I have explored for to help a client or somehow I just happen to know the answer and I don't always know where it comes from, but Hey, I, again, that's one of those gifts that I most certainly am not going to,
1: you know, discredit. Oh, no. To me, I tell people that your purpose is not a title, a um, role or a position. Your purpose is the thing that's in you that expresses itself in many ways and for you your purpose is being able to not write but your purpose is what happens when you write and that same thing probably happens when you do virtual assistant work and any other thing in your life and so that thing that comes alive in you of helping people and giving people um, strength and resilience, and and love and kindness. through your works that you do. That's a part of really your purpose. Everything else is just an expression of that that you bring. And so, I tell anybody that don't know, no, if you got a, a, your purpose has an expression of being va work, and it's bringing in. The five to six ditches don't knock that, don't no, 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 don't go sit down. <laughs> Keep that thing running, but also see if there's any ways for you to align working with authors and hey, do you are you trying to set up a podcast? Do you need help setting up pod, your podcast that you want to talk to about your topic and expound upon that because you know when you have to submit your book, on Amazon, you have to have like five categories. And so those categories can sometimes be those things that you want to talk about in a, in a podcast. And so if you want to do that, I offer services that can help you set that podcast up or that course you want to do online that you want to take from your book to that or that bootcamp, I can help you do that as well. And and see how you can can. I don't call that collaborating. I call that interlacing the, the gifts. Like Seeing how you can interlace your gifts and your purpose across the the areas that you work in. And so,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I've always been one of those people that when, when you get the gurus that say, oh, you got to niche down, you got to niche down to one specific thing I'm like going... Well, I can't, because I can't just choose one. I've, I enjoy I, all of this.
1: <laughs> I, so I'll give you my thing. I feel like we were all created beings that were created, creative, and we had to do a lot of things early on ourselves. Up until like the last few centuries, we didn't have to do A bunch of things think about it just a woman a wife she had to know how to ride a horse how to saddle a horse how to milk a cow how to start a fire how to cut wood how to uh, get a baby quiet how to nurse how to uh, make bread from scratch how to try that's a whole bunch of different positions so you're saying she needs to niche down. She wouldn't have survived. So how is it that now we're you're trying to tell us we need to niche down when up until a few centuries ago, you couldn't, it, it was impossible to niche down. You wouldn't have survived in life. And so how is that not to, you know, how can you take that survival instinct out of us, that, that DNA out of us? And so that's why I tell people purpose is not a, a, a uh, position, a title, a role—any of that—it's a why. And if your why expresses itself in multiple ways, so be it. That's just what it does. And I don't even have time to get into it, but just my 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 signature um, talk on purpose that I give is is specific to a tree, and the tree is the purpose and the vision meaning when you start to see how you can express that purpose in different ways, the vision is the limbs and the branches. And then how you express that purpose in different ways is the fruit from the tree. It's the leaves. And so if a tree gives fruit multiple ways with its leaves and its fruits and its flower. Your purpose is going to do the same thing. And so that is why I kept giving all those nuggets because I don't want you to just think you're just a writer. And once you write that book, you're done. You just got started. Oh you just got started. You just got started. And I just wanted to remind and echo what I'm sure Cynthia already does that. You just got started and you have so much more to say, so much more to write and so much more to do.
0: Oh, brilliant, brilliant. I know that you're getting uh, close on time. And so is there, I was going to say, is there anything else you wanted to share? Because you have given so many pearls of wisdom. Um before I before I get into asking that question, first I want to make sure uh share your website so that people can find you
1: on the internet. Absolutely. Information on my coaching, speaking, any of the books, product, I call it message merch. I have on one of the shirts today. Um, any of that is on my website, j miller. All of the online courses that I offer are on school.TanyaJMiller.com, as well as digital products like all of our digital books, um, and digital print and audio as well. So check us out, connect with us at bit.ly, all caps, join fam, because you get to connect with us, but you also get a great discount on your first item when you shop with us. And then, um, follow us on social media, talk with Tanya, connect with me, follow me. You know, we give good motivation, inspiration, and encouragement for wherever you're at. And then by all means, when you guys here see the podcast interview with me, and Cynthia, give us some love. Tell us what you liked about it. Give us yeah. some feedback. We would love to hear it. And then as you do that for me, you do the same for Cynthia if you're not already doing it. Follow her everywhere on social media. Buy all of her wonderful, amazing books. Sign up for her courses. Get connected when she gets that writer's retreat going. And then most importantly, show her mega major love on her podcast with good reviews, um, not not just good ones, great ones, so that other people can find out about this amazing writer's podcast that's out there. I know I answered more than what you wanted, but I just have to give you back all the love you've been giving me today.
0: Oh, you know, Tanya, thank you. Uh, You melt my heart. (laughs) You have motivated me. You have inspired me. You have gotten me thinking outside of that box that I had, you know, kind of closed the lid on. Thank you. It is I that thank you. Uh, Truly, I have enjoyed our time, um, you know, listening. Thank you. I am so, so very grateful. Oops! And you're frozen again. Are you still there, Tanya?
1: okay' hey, oh. sorry.
0: No, you're yeah. fine. <laughs> Is there? Are you freezing um, up. You're, yeah, you're frozen. Are you still there, Tanya? Oh, I hear. Ah.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. No, I was no. trying to leave, but they were trying to leave. I apologize. It's all good. It's all good.
0: Oh, you got blue skies there. Nice. Yes, yes, blue skies in Texas. <laughs> oh, how nice! <laughs> you know, thank you again. I I don't know if you heard what I was saying about you know I am so grateful for your, you. Know, you provided a tremendous amount of inspiration, motivation, and I am you know, again, very grateful. And you got to go. So is there anything you wanted to pull a of wisdom that you didn't bring up that you'd like to share
1: before we, uh, before we? Yes, up? It's, it's one of my um, favorite quotes um, by a mentor that I had both in his life and now in his death. Um, Dr. Miles Monroe, he is a thought leader. He is a mega author. Um, he wrote, probably over 30 books before he died on leadership and purpose. But his qu- the quote is, the goal of life is to die empty, to go to the graveyard and disappoint the cemetery. I'm going to say that one more time because it hits like after this little time when it sinks in. The goal of life is to die empty, to go to the graveyard and disappoint the cemetery. And what that means is You don't die with your purpose in you. Your purpose should not be in the grave with you. You should be able to go to the graveyard and and disappoint the cemetery because your purpose is not there. It's been left here for everyone else to feel it, know it, see it, and have lived with it. So thank you, Cynthia. I truly appreciate the honor. Of being able to be a guest today, I have thoroughly enjoyed myself. Take care of
0: yourself, and you. and whoever's driving you home.
1: You know, <laughs> yes, carefully drive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, and you know, thank you. Um, truly, I am grateful. Before we end our time together, I'd like to say thank you for listening to this powerful, powerful conversation with Tanya Miller on the alchemy of turning our books into gold. To access her website and purchase the book she has written, visit pen backslash podcast and select the show notes page for this episode. As Tanya mentioned, Show us some love by following and rating the Pen to Paper Press podcast on your favorite app. And leave us a comment on the show notes page to let us know which pearl of wisdom really motivated you and which one really stood out. We would love to connect with you. Of course, your support is greatly appreciated. To receive future episodes in your inbox, subscribe to the Pen to Paper Press Podcast newsletter and follow us on social media. Take care, and until next time, keep your pen to paper and write. Your words have power. Your story matters, but wait one second before I say bye for now. I want to share with you just a little bit of the clip so you know exactly how it started off before I started doing editing. All right, yeah, you're going to find this interesting. (laughs) Oh my, oh my, oh my. It was, yeah, it was heartbreaking to say the least. All right, you take care of yourself. Enjoy the the exit of listening to uh, my Uber Gluber and one of my worst, uh, yeah, nightmares <laughs> as a podcast host. Thank you.
1: Whatever the type of writer you are, know that you have that ability to be a published author and and write on the things and publish on the things that um near and dear to your heart. I'm gonna throw it back because I think I've been talking and answered about five <laughs> questions you may have had on your list. <laughs> sorry Uh,
0: oh no talk please you're this is fantastic information and one thing about the podcast interviews